we are back. Welcome to Top Shelf Shenanigans. My name is Janie, and I'm going to let Kelly introduce us. Introduce what? The show. Go for it. I already did it. No, explain what it is. Explain what what is. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I can do this all day. I know. I hate it. And I was like, I'm going to surprise her, but. I'll just refuse to speak. (sighs) I know. You're so stubborn. Anyway. I've never been called that before. That's a damn lie. A damn lie. (laughs) Uh, If you guys don't know what this is, because apparently Kelly doesn't either. This is where we, two best friends, ridiculously discuss our favorite fictional best friend couple duo, Nicole and Waverly. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) You don't know what this is either. I literally don't know. We're going to talk about Nicole and Winona Earp. That's what we're going to do. It's what we've been doing. Winona Earp. Winona Earp. Yeah, Winona. Not another Earp. Not another Earp. And Nicole... Glorious ginger bitch. Yeah, so we are two best friends. My name is Janie, here with my best friend Kelly. That's me. And we are discussing Winona and Nicole from the TV show Winona Earp. We've been doing this now for nine full-length episodes and six mini-episodes? I think so. Fifteen episodes. This is our 16th, but it's our 10th actual, like, full-length episode. Can you believe it? No, I can't. It's crazy. I literally thought, A, we would get... No, I didn't think we would get bored. But B, we wouldn't have any listeners. But apparently we have, like, a few. Yeah, like one or two. One or two. Hi, Mom. (laughs) Hi, not Mom. (laughs) Although my mom could totally listen to this and understand what we're talking about because she is caught up. I don't think my mom has ever watched the show, so she would have no reason to listen to this. Yeah, she uh, was texting me one day. And was like, have you ever heard of that show, Winona Earp? And I was like, oh, my God, let me just tell you. Did so you give I, her a TED Talk? I did. I did. A TED and text. A TED text. It was like 14 texts long. And she was just like, maybe I'll watch it. <laughs> no, she was like, oh, that sounds interesting. I didn't know you liked it. Is it on Netflix? I said, yeah, the first three seasons are on Netflix. The fourth one just started airing. It was like literally after like 4-2 or 4-3 and I said I'll give you my login so you can go to sci-fi and watch and catch up on the season I had to really coach her first through the first season because she got bored and she really really hated Willa and she really really hated Bobo and she's just like I she's like I kind of lost like interest she was like I didn't really you know like the whole Bobo Willa thing and I was like mom I know the first season gets slow and it does it does get slow building so much backstory and character like you know storyline and you're still figuring out everything and they're still getting their footing and they're still figuring out the kind of show they want to be and mixing it with drama action and comedy that there are some slow episodes there are some episodes in the first season that I won't watch Mm -hmm. just because they're boring but I was like mom push through you'll love the second season it's my favorite season and then you know it after that is way easy it's just a really easy watch after that and she pushed through and got all the way through and she loves it she's like when does it come back when does it come back and I was like I don't know to 2021 sometime yeah at some point but yeah my mom doesn't listen (laughs) that that whole long story the whole you know my mom does not listen so I know it's not my mom listening 14 times a day or whatever but yeah we have what we just hit 300 listens and we have 14 or 15 regular listens and we have listeners and we have 
our biggest fan on Twitter. So, you know, we are, I would say, successful and we're celebrating our 10th full length episode today. Did you get me anything? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> awesome. That's like just what I wanted. I know you were. I like, love. I love that sound in my in my headphones. I know that you love editing it and then looping mm-hmm. it and then sending it to me. So it's just over and over. <laughs> I don't think I would ever do something like that. You never. No. Anyway, so we have something a little different planned for this episode. We are midway through the show. Essentially, we our last episode, we finished up the last two episodes of season two of the show. And I thought it would be a good time now that we've kind of laid the foundation of their relationship as friends and kind of where they came from to where they are mid season two or end of season two before season three. Um, and then we also know kind of where they're at now in canon current date. I thought it would be fun to do something a little different and discuss why not as a romantic pairing. <laughs> so if you ship way hot and you don't want to hear any of this, this would be your warning to stop listening. We're not going to bash Waverly at all. We're not no, I to. think that this would be like a world where either Waverly didn't exist or her sexuality was different. Yeah. Or there would have to be some sort of difference to make way hot not an option. Yes, yes. We are we are discussing them as if Waverly, yeah, she's not in the picture. Yeah, she's that's, not. That's all this is. It's <clears throat> completely just came out of the show as just a separate thing. Kind of what if, but we're going to use kind of canon points mm-hmm. to argue. And so I did some research. I, you know, printed some stuff out and actually took notes. You'd be proud of me. There's highlighter everywhere on this page. It's amazing. I can actually read my own handwriting. Basically, I think we're going to start out with kind of an article that I found about it was probably some fancy science place studies and experts and blah, 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 discussing kind of what makes a good romantic partnership, what you should look for, kind of pinpoints, signs that you're in you're on the right track and then mm-hmm. kind of signs that maybe if that's not what's being fulfilled in the relationship, you might not be um, with a good person. And then from there, we have just a bunch of other stuff to discuss. So, uh, again, this is all what if this is all our own personal opinion. So if you don't like it, stop listening. Um, we're not going to be <laughs> I mean, we're not going to be offensive. I don't think no. so. I think if you're listening to this podcast and have been listening to this podcast you A, know our sense of humor, and you know what to expect, and B, there's probably a small portion that wants them together romantically or enjoys them together romantically in alternate settings. You're reading the fanfic that has them together. We know you are. Yeah, you know you are. Um, So leave me comments and kudos on that. Just kidding. I mean, didn't you write one of the most popular ones? I can brag about you for a minute. You can, please, because I don't want people. Yeah, so answer the the question, because one of yours is very popular, and you were on that podcast where they have the fanfic writers. That is true. I can confirm that statement is correct. Yeah. As to its status as most popular, I wouldn't... I can't confirm or deny that. Okay. <laughs> but I was on a podcast think, to discuss my story, yes. Yes, I think um, the people have their answer. People have their answer. 
answer. Was that political enough? The people out there answer. If you would like an actual link to her fanfic, just DM our Twitter account and I will give it to you. She won't do it. I won't. It will be the only time that I'm answering and not Janie. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Unless it has to do with your pet, then it's Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because that's what she's an expert on. If you guys didn't listen to the dog mini episode, what's your problem? Because that's the greatest thing we've ever made. I think we had had so much fun doing that. So much fun. It'll be like our favorite episode and no one else will like it. (laughs) It was amazing. And there were pictures and I just don't understand how I don't honestly understand why we're still recording because that was basically the best thing we've ever created. Should have just ended it. We should have. It's all down here from there. All downhill from there. It is. So speaking of downhill. <laughs> so yeah, we're just going to kind of jump right in. Um, I sent, so we kind of have a few discussion points that we're going to kind of jump off on and then we're going to branch out from there and hopefully we don't get too off the rails. We'll see. No promises. Y'all love our chaotic energy. Yeah, I mean, the last few episodes, man. Yeah, and if you don't, then why are you still here? (laughs) So again, this is in a world where Nicole um, and Winona have built their relationship, their friendship, as they have in the show. We've just taken Waverly out of the equation. So suspend canon for a little bit. You know, they met um, at work, obviously, you know, and they grew close through work, which it, honestly is how they grew close on the show for a while, because for the first couple episodes, they did have a, a separation of like it was Nicole and Waverly and they were building their relationship. And the only time you really saw Nicole and Winona together was like in quick passing where um, Winona was still clueless that they were that Waverly and Nicole were together. And then whenever Nicole and Winona were actually working together. So it's not too far off, too much of a reach to imagine them having built their exact same uh, friendship and relationship based purely around work. And then obviously they chose to hang out together and um, be friends. And we've discussed that, how with everything going on and every like they actually they choose to be around each other they choose to be in each other's lives and they are each other's person all right so mother nature is not a fan of why not apparently because a big old storm just wiped out one of our power and cut our recording but i remember where i at where i was and i will continue my ted talk thankfully (laughs) remember because i don't Yes, uh, I was just explaining how removing Waverly from the situation does not take away from the relationship and friendship that they have built. Because, yes, you know, that's one of the main reasons why they were put together outside of work a lot. But that fades very quickly in the show. And you can see that they they build that rapport of friendship that doesn't revolve about, around weight, really. And we've discussed it, you know, how, how they choose to be around each other. So, yeah, I was just saying taking Waverly out of the equation, it's not completely off the rails to think of or imagine them in a romantic relationship. No, not at all. And I mean, they I say think if Waverly didn't exist in this world, that Winona and Nicole would be the most popular ship. Oh, absolutely. And I think at this point, had the story progressed the same sans Waverly, it would be almost like a head scratcher as to why Winona hadn't even considered Nicole as a romantic option, you know? Yeah. Plus they say, you know, you should be best friends with your lovers, so... You know, you should like their company and be able to get around. So 
Did you hear that? That was me professionally. What's that called? Straining your papers? I didn't even know that there was a word for that. I don't know, but I wanted to sound professional. So did you push your glasses up? What? Yes. (laughs) How did you know? Okay. So you straighten your blazer. um, I'm not wearing the blazer. Well, then you're not very professional. I am wearing shoulder pads, though. Just shoulder pads on top of my shirt. (laughs) That's a look. That's a mood, right? Kind of like, um, (laughs) <laughs> when like a football t- football player takes off their jersey and you just have yeah. that's exactly what I look like right that's now. so weird because that's the only thing I'm wearing is football pads only do you yeah. got the thigh pads on yeah just all the pads and that's it nothing else oh well there we go we matched yeah didn't even, didn't even plan that no planning we matched I'm gonna remember you said that there's a point I want to make okay I don't know if I should be concerned. No, it's fine. (laughs) You're going to laugh. Okay. Okay. I did some research and read some articles um, from, you know, scientists, people, studies, psychologists, blah, blah, blah. Things that kind of let you know you're on the right path of love or whatever or not on the right path. And so one of the kind of more cohesive chunks out of one of the articles I read was a list called 10 Ways to Love Smart. And it's basically just 10 bullet points telling you kind of how to just uh, navigate the road of love, so to speak. And um, I highlighted some points on each one and we're going to kind of um, discuss that. Are you ready? I am. You have your notes up. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to dive right in. All right. So the first point on love smart thing is basically it says, let the three gauges of well-being inform you about your romantic choices. So essentially to summarize, it says, does this partnership make you feel energized, mentally clear and more loving in general? Um, if you can think to your partner and feel those things positively and appropriately, they are reinforcing that the person that you're in a relationship um, is good for you, essentially. Mm-hmm. So I highlighted the feeling energized, mentally clear and more loving generally. And I note I put uh, Nicole keeps Winona focused and has cra- cracked her open emotionally and have gotten her to start expressing herself more emotionally. Yeah. And on, on the flip side, I put Winona challenges Nicole to think outside her box that she is so strictly set in, especially when we first meet her because she's a cop and there's protocols and this and that. Yeah, she has to almost find uh, like other ways to be mentally clear. Mm-hmm. And I think that they both keep each other energized because they're always kind of keeping each other on their toes. Yeah, they're they're always challenging each other. Yeah. And that. I think they get an excitement out of that. Wow, already to excitement. (laughs) So your thoughts on those points there? I mean, I literally basically had written down what you have written down. Stop cheating off of me. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. (laughs) We just definitely didn't come to the same conclusion. I think that Nicole has, on the like more loving side, I think she's made Winona face her emotions a little bit more. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think in that aspect, Winona has become a more loving person towards other people and things like that, too. Oh, yeah. Definitely. She's had to grow emotionally by dealing with Nicole, who doesn't yeah. take her shit. So. Right. Um, and of course, some of the credit can go to Waverly and the things that they've experienced throughout the course of the show. Yeah, but Waverly is not here right now. Right. <laughs> but also, <laughs> you can just the way... Why Nona approaches emotions when she's with Nicole versus when she's literally with anybody else is Mm -hmm. different. Um, The second point is let your lover know what you feel. Um, If you're going to communicate anything, express what you feel. And the same point, Nicole has opened 
Winona up. She's always pushing for her to communicate and to be honest. And Winona is, um, she's getting better at it. And you can see that. Yeah. And it does take them a while to get their communication down, like on both ends, like when they first meet some miscommunications here and there. Mm -hmm. But they do work through that and work past all of that. And then they end up kind of finding their flow a little bit. And then that is when Nicole's kind of like, she'll call Wynonna out and be like, no, you need to communicate with me. Yeah, exactly. And she's the only one in the show that really demands Winona tell her like it is. She's bossy. Yeah, she is a little bossy. But it's for a good cause. I mean, nine out of ten of the situations that they're in is <laughs> life or, you know, life or death. And so it, she definitely needs to communicate what's going on. And so, but Nicole also understands how to push just enough to get Winona to finally crack, but not push too much where she, where Winona is going to completely shut down on her, mm-hmm. which I think Waverly and Waverly can still exist in our discussion because obviously she plays a part in both of these characters lives. I think Waverly being Nicole or not uh, being Winona's sister is way more harsh with her and more demanding of her when she wants her to communicate. Mm-hmm. But Winona just clams up and doesn't say anything. So Nicole has found that line and knows where it's at. Yeah. Anything else on that? Um, I don't think so. Okay. The third point here is listen from an emotional experience. Basically, attune to your lover's feelings as they as you listen to his or hers words. And I just kind of notated here, they have the most emotional and deep conversations on the entire show. They do. Um, and I think, especially like we saw in the Pussy Willows um, scene, Nicole is listening without judging. She is trying to understand what Winona is going through, what she might be feeling, while at the same time letting her know that she supports her. Yeah. And then, you know, we have that great scene in four, five, where Nicole's throwing up frogs and they go and they sit out on the porch and they talk and they have that kind of moment where Winona is now is, uh, you know, offering herself up to listen to Nicole, even though Nicole can't really talk, she's letting her know that she's there for her and she wants to help. And so anything that she can tell her, she's she's there to listen. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's not the only time they've listened to each other, but those are two really good examples. Yeah, definitely. I think like uh, even something off screen, which we talked about this in the last episode about um, Winona asking Nicole to get Atlas out of the Ghost River Triangle. Mm-hmm. I, I can only imagine like the feelings that would have been involved in that conversation. And Nicole listened and then they formed a plan together. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that just, again, comes from knowing each other so well. And the next point is show the support and love that your lover needs and that they understand each other. Oh, yeah. They get each other at a different level than any of the other characters get each other. But yeah. I mean, it's almost kind of mind boggling that they have this. I love their friendship, don't get me wrong. I think it is an amazing kind of different way to represent a female, you know, friendship on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love watching it and unfold. But it's still like, as we're going through these points and we're discussing this, it really is kind of mind boggling that these two aren't the main couple. Because Waverly and Nicole don't have this same connection. They don't communicate for shit. I know. Oh, and you, uh, when you sent me this and I was looking through it, like, you know, to make my own notes and stuff, every point I was just like, wait a second <laughs> yeah right <laughs> because like I'm not like the biggest 
shipper of them. I think that it's interesting to talk about. I think that outside of Waverly, there is real potential there. But now I'm kind of like, this makes sense. Yeah, right? Like reading yeah. these lists and, you know, I was just like, obviously, Winona and Doc don't share a lot of these things. They fuck in the kind of how they talk to each other. Right. And, and so do Waverly and Nicole, though. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, going through all of I mean, I, I, I ship them romantically, obviously. I do love Way Hot, too, so don't get me wrong there. Yeah. Uh, you know, but this really just kind of reinforced some of the characteristics and the kind of nuances between these two characters that once you kind of strip away everybody else and you just focus in on them, like, it's almost too obvious. Yeah, it's definitely a little crazy. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> now I might be like, wow, they need to be the, the main ship here. <laughs> or let Waverly and Nicole actually have a conversation. But Yeah, I'm not against them, but they do. That's they just need, my opinion. <laughs> they, need some, they need a little bit of work. We need to see a little more work. Yeah, and not just sleeping together. Yeah. So these next two on the list, I couldn't really find, you know, this show's unique in the way that we don't see every single personal step that these characters take. Uh, there's a lot of plot points that focus on, you know, obviously supernatural shit. It's not a normal sort of emotional growth. And so some of these things won't apply because we just haven't been given to uh, given these things in canon yet. But um, outside of canon, I can see, you know, obviously, but um, point five was when in doubt ask nicole's better at that than winona is mm-hmm. for sure um but at the same time she knows winona so well that she kind of can see where she's at and just kind of snap to whatever winona needs without having to ask mm-hmm. and then the, sec- the sixth one was be prepared to work at your relationship again we haven't really seen them romantically in the show obviously they're not romantic in the show yeah I mean I think they have like worked for their friendship a little bit they've Mm -hmm. both put in work to the to the friendship so you could kind of parallel those a little bit uh they wouldn't be friends if they didn't work at it a little bit right especially in the beginning when yeah shit was so crazy and Winona wasn't sure she could trust nicole um and then of course obviously she's dating her little sister so she's yeah. just like who is this and even uh, the couple like miscommunications they had it could have one of them could have just taken it such the wrong way and been like i'm just gonna stay out of their way from now on and just not talk to them right um so we've seen a little bit of work in their friendship but not really kind of the deep but that being said we've seen the most deep bonding between them two on the show mm-hmm. i mean out, outside of obviously the sisters yeah. seventh point was learn from your lover and i think that these two again have impacted each other's lives the most and their relationship has changed and grown the most obviously on the show oh yeah and they've both i mean they've learned so much from each other mm-hmm. and just uh, it's like i don't know this one like was really crazy this was one of like the crazier points for me where I was like, they probably learn more from each other than anyone else on the show. Yeah. Has. So, yeah. Yeah. You're, uh, you're just having your eyes pried open, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, I like, I saw it before, but I didn't like really like see the depth of it, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, no, for like, I will fight somebody if they try to argue <laughs> that any other relationship on this show has learned more from each other than these two i mean fight me fight her she's a really scary hufflepuff (laughs) 
I'll come at you. Eight uh, doesn't really apply to them as far as um, romantically, you know, watch out for emotional memories. Kind of avoid bringing up um, hurts of the past. Like, oh, remember that time where, you know, you did whatever thing that hurt my feelings and or you know you hung out with my ex or you know whatever the, the things that couples do sometimes that inadvertently or on purpose hurt their lover you know that kind of doesn't really apply to them no not really because let's the whole show is about emotional p- painful past why known as painful past uh, by, by proxy, Waverly's painful past, Nicole's painful past is an entire origin story, a bullshar almost, you know. So it's there. It's just not for them romantically. And then number nine, uh, remember that the only problem with making mistakes is not admitting it. And I highlighted mistakes are opportunity for growth. And they're, they fuck up, but they're both supportive of one another's fuck ups and they understand each other and they also never sugarcoat it and they make sure the other knows that they fucked up mm-hmm. and then they challenge the other to get better. Yeah. Which, I mean, let's see. Nona gets mad at Waverly for jumping the gun and going to the widows to try to save Nicole. Going that- to the to the blacksmith or the blacksmith yeah. sister, Greta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just talked about that. I should know yeah. my fucking details. <laughs> but I mean, they're family. You're supposed to like be honest with your family and be like, look, you fucked up and I'm mad at you about that. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it, I recall again the whole Pussy Willows thing. Like that was so big for me and we talked about how big that was for me. But maybe one of the biggest mistakes in Winona's life that she made and Nicole was the one that she came clean to and Nicole was there to be like, I get it. You went through some shit. I understand. Let's just get this done. And next time, don't get so blackout drunk. Like, deal with your feelings and let's not sleep with a stranger. Yeah, yeah. And it was one of those mistakes that uh, Nicole wasn't even trying to pull out of Winona at all. But she Mm -hmm. just freely gave up the information and then they talked about it. Yeah, which is awesome. Okay, Um, number 10 on the list. Use change as an opportunity to grow. And we already discussed that their relation has changed and grown the most. Yeah. From the same kind of uh, – there's some – paragraphs that are really long and blah 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 but uh a little further down the line in that same article they have you ask yourself these questions about your relationship and again um the answers depending if you're in the right place or if you shouldn't the first answer is or the first question is um is this relationship energizing the totality of my life for example has my work improved Am I taking better care of myself? And, you know, we already discussed that Nicole is always pushing for Winona to be better, mm-hmm. especially emotionally. Yeah, which is a form of taking care of yourself. Yes. Um, and she's also kind of always taking the alcohol away from Winona. <laughs> Maybe she shouldn't be drinking. And then, of course, their work is so much better. When, when they work together, they get shit done. They really do. They get they always get so much shit done. And they do it so effortless, effortlessly that it's because they just they get each other again and they know what needs to be done and they're like, hey, we're going to do it. Yeah. I just was reminded actually about um, speaking of like emotionally taking care of yourself in season three when uh, Dolls dies yeah. and Winona's wanting to drink and Nicole's behind the bar and she's comforting her and she's just like, you don't get a monopoly on pain. But, you know, at this to kind of remind her that like, yes, your pain is valid, but we're all feeling it too. So don't clam up. Don't be selfish. Don't be mean. Don't 
push away. Yeah. Um, but also at the same time, she reaches across the bar and takes her hand and it's like, you know, there and supportive. Yeah, it was just kind of, it's that, like we said, she's not going to sugarcoat it. She's going to remind her like, hey, we're all feeling this. We all lost him. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to make an ass out of yourself. Yeah. Like, again, keep your head on straight. Stay focused. Face your emotions. Don't do something reckless. Mm-hmm. Okay. The second point on that questions you should ask yourself, um, is my head on straighter? Am I more focused, more creative, and more responsible? I just said Nicole keeps her head on straight. I did not mean <laughs> to like say that. But yeah, Nicole focuses Winona and Winona pushes Nicole outside of her comfort zone. Yeah, and I think that Nicole also makes Winona more responsible. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely and she brings up like the fact like hey we can't do this because what if one of these random citizens gets hurt or something like that like she reminds her of things outside of herself yeah exactly or like hey take a breath and rethink what you want to do because you know crazy chick with a gun sometimes works but more often than not makes things worse and but she still loves crazy chick with a gun she just wants her to dial it back for a couple seconds and think is crazy chick with a gun the best option at the moment yeah and then winona is always you know pushing nicole like to stop being so stiff break your protocols like it's gonna be okay and then the third question is do my in love feelings go beyond feeling positive caring for my beloved do i feel more generous more giving and more empathetic with friends co-workers and strangers um winona is more emotionally open with her friends yeah for sure and nicole is less judgmental i mean that's pretty plain and simple there that's what it is it is what it is so what you need to feel loved versus what you want this is the end of that same um study or article or whatever we've been pulling these points from so basically it's a couple points that you need to again ask yourself or go and introspectively analyze where you're at and figure out what you want and is if what you have is what is good for you. So the first kind of point on this one was select five qualities or characteristics that feel important to you in a lover. I hate how they keep using the word lover. Does it bother you? <laughs> yeah, it's so... Okay. <laughs> I, I hate that word and I don't know why. It's almost juvenile. Yeah, I don't know. I really just don't like it. It does not feel intimate. No. It does not feel intimate. It feels honestly so non-committal. Yeah, I wish they would use the word partner. Same. I think everybody should use the word partner more. I Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I hate the word lover. Like if (laughs) someone called me their lover, relationship over. Okay, I'm changing your name in my phone right now to lover. (laughs) You're going to have to see it every time I text you. And uh, I will enjoy it. No, I'm just kidding. A bazillion times a day. So what I did, and I don't think I told you this, but I actually wrote down five heuristics for both Nicole and Winona that in my opinion are important to them in a partner. I wrote down a couple, like five for, but I was doing it from Winona's perspective because I figured that's what you would want me to do. So I didn't do Nicole. And I mostly used like the ones that, the examples that they gave. I think I added like a different one. Okay. No, that's fine. So I'll do Nicole's. I put um, honesty, reliable, adventurous. I think she wants somebody to, you know, do stuff with. Someone who's open-minded. And then... um, Somebody who's sensitive. Sensitive. Yes. Yeah, she would like someone sensitive. Uh, you know, I, Nicole's a little softy. She is. 
Don't get me wrong. She's a badass bitch, but <laughs> she's like me. So for Winona, I put intelligent for one of hers. Humorous. Mm-hmm. I think she would want someone funny. I also put adventurous for her because I feel like she also needs someone who's willing to kind of do dumb shit with. Mm-hmm. I put empowering mm-hmm. and protective because Winona herself is protective and I think she would need to be with someone who also is. I think, yeah, no, I think and it's with protective, I think that stems from her completely unstable childhood. She didn't feel like anybody was on her side. So I feel like, yeah, she needs somebody who's on her side and like isn't gonna leave yeah and it's not to say she can't protect herself but she everybody likes to know somebody's in their corner yeah i mean that's why i put empowering on there too because i think she would want someone who makes her feel empowered right what do you pick for winona i put stable unwavering supportive understanding and challenging that's not not as like a difficult person but somebody that's gonna challenge her but that, yeah. you know, can go back to empowering and adventurous. Yeah, I was thinking, like, we kind of just used different words. <laughs> A lot of synonyms. <laughs> so, yeah, that was kind of, and then the list kind of asks you questions about these traits. And then the very last question was, do you think that the person that your your partner is fulfills these <laughs> needs? These I think they both meet the ladies needs. Ladies yeah. fulfill these needs for each other. And I absolutely, I would say maybe for Nicole, she wishes Winona was just a little more honest. She's getting there with from the get go. Yeah, yeah, with Nicole. She does like when you know in season four when she's just like it's just you and me and Peacemaker. You know, like no more lying. And then it comes out later that she doesn't have Peacemaker and this and that. And she's like, God damn it, Winona. <laughs> you know, she didn't really lie. She just didn't say anything. She just omitted the truth. Yeah. She just didn't say anything. She just didn't respond. She just let her have her own truth. Like, yeah, reality is perception. Perception is reality, whatever. <laughs> you think about it, she didn't really lie. No, she didn't. You're right. She I just... know I'm right. I'm always right. Okay. I know you are. <laughs> That's all the boring science stuff. Because we believe in science in this household. Yes, we do. We love science uh, in this household. We love science. Because science is right. And I like things that are right. I like things that can be proved. Yes. My favorite thing is prove it. <laughs> Bring me something. And then, like, I'll listen to you. I have an open mind, but you got to prove it. You can't just be like, well, that's my opinion. I'll be like, okay, well, you're wrong, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people are entitled to their wrong opinions. You're right. And I'm entitled to mock them for it, so. Right. It honestly makes my life better because I can just make fun of people. Okay. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, silently. No judgy. We're not trying to be rude. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be a little bit rude. A little bit. That's fine. Okay. So I have some some kind of fun, lighter stuff now that we can discuss. What do you want first? I've got some lists and they we can agree or disagree on some of these points. Uh, the lists are like signs you should be dating your best friend sort of kind of lists. Or we can discuss the quizzes that we took. Let's get the quizzes done first because I feel like it won't take long. Okay, so the first quiz that we took was kind of a fun one. We all know how scientific BuzzFeed is. Oh, yeah, super scientific. <laughs> so, okay, I sent you that link, right? Yes. Took the test, and then you're like, oh, did you write down your answers? to <laughs> And I was like, fuck, no, I didn't. So I went back to the top and retook the test and wrote down my, just like wrote down each answer, right? Yeah. And then yesterday when I was kind of gathering everything, all of my sources and stuff, 
I could not for the life of me find that same test. I could not. I, I Googled like BuzzFeed. I, and see, I did it at work. So it wasn't in my history. It wasn't in my search I history. I still had the page up. So you should have just asked me because I had the link. It's fine. It's we, fine. We'll figure it out. The point is. I mean, I actually, I could just take it for you right now too. So. Well, I have the answers and everything written down. Oh, but I okay. So it might be, I shorthanded the question and answers. So. Okay. It might be a little confusing. Well, so if you thinking, want me if you want me to like read the questions, I can. Okay, perfect. This is why I pass it up. See, look, we're 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 getting more professional. We are growing and changing. Our relationship is getting better. We're learning from our mistakes. Yeah, we are we are. Yeah, we are we have a healthy relationship, you and I. We really do. <laughs> Honestly. So the uh, title of the quiz is tell us about your best friend and we'll tell you if they're your soulmate. Okay. On BuzzFeed. Yes. Okay. Perfect. So yes. I sent link. Yes. Right. And I yes. said, you take it as Winona. I'll take it as Nicole. Yes. So obviously this isn't going to be perfect because neither one of us are those actual characters. We don't, we didn't create the characters, write their character background. We're taking it basically off of our knowledge of what's canon in the show. And then again, the kind of stripped down nuances and characteristics that are there and prevalent, but are kind of hard to see given the whole picture. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I hate mentioning that I'm a writer, but in writing these two characters a lot, there are characteristics and, you know, little things about them that are so obvious. Mm-hmm. The more you write them, the more you get to know them, the more obvious these kind of things are. And obviously that's up to my own, own interpretation, but I feel pretty strongly that I have a good grasp on these characters. Um, but that being said, we're not perfect. So the answers, you know, we did the best we could. Yeah. This um, is also our podcast. So this is also our podcast and this is for funsies and it's a fictional world and they don't really exist. So, <laughs> so the first question is how long have you been besties? So I put one to five years. Same. Yeah. Cause that's the timeline of the show. Yeah. Four seasons, but one year, and a half time jump plus the time jump when she was pregnant puts them at at least two years yeah yeah which word would you use to describe them is the second one your 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 best friend yeah okay i put loyal i put loyal as well oh my god oh i think that's true i think they would both out of the like smart funny and amazing were the other options oh yeah and i think loyal sums up each of them more than those do like yes they're both funny they're both smart and they're both amazing but i think that they would both go with loyal also loyal is so much better is such a better compliment i think everything else is like yeah. it's kind of superficial yeah i think i would rather be told i was loyal out of everything on that list loyal or smart yeah okay, okay. The next one what do you like most about them i know we got the right the same answer on this one they just read, get me. read the hmm they just yeah, get me. They just get me. Damn. Yeah. I knew it. What were the other options? They can always cheer me up. I don't know. They're all right, I guess. And then everything about them is great. Yeah. Like, that's the best option for them. They just get me. Right. I feel like if Winona was taking it sarcastically, she'd be like, I don't know. They're all right, I guess. Yeah. Down her honest answer. These are her honest answers, not her funny answers, because my answers would have been much different. Yeah. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Do you consider them your partner in crime? Oh, okay. I'm going to write down my shorthand for that was pick question mark P-I-C. Um, and I was like, what the fuck question is this? <laughs> like, I could not, well, I couldn't even remember what the press, the picture is. I was like, what picture are we talking about? 
and then the answer didn't make sense either. So I was like, what is this? So I'm glad you you had the uh, questions because, yes, that makes so much more sense. Are they your partner in crime? Of course. Of course. That's the answer. I mean, the other answers were, um, no. And I haven't thought of it before. Okay. Like, they've been in handcuffs together. Right. So, not in a sexy way, but in like a... I mean... Everyone knows the episode. Yeah. If you want handcuffs in a sexy way, I'm sure there's a fanfic. Um, Somewhere. Absolutely sure. Actually, I read one the other night. Oh. I don't ask me what it was called. I Honestly, (laughs) I got halfway through it and like was tired. Not because it was like poorly written. Mm -hmm. You know how reading puts you to sleep. Yeah, I did the same thing last night, and then I was, like, halfway through something, and I was like, this is terrible, and it put me right to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Where do you go on vacation together? What are the options for the vacation? Anywhere. I'd follow them to the ends of the earth, Paris, Las Vegas, and the Bahamas. I put Las Vegas. That's what I put, too, yeah. Yes. I really, because I feel like that's where Winona would want to take Nicole. I feel like she would want to take her to, like, a real strip club. Yes. Sure. And, um, honestly, well, because Nicole likes Vegas. That's where her and Shay got married. I mean, she might not like it anymore. <laughs> well, I don't know. But, I mean, she's not above the allure of Vegas. No. And I just see that, like, that's what they would do together. Yeah. I feel like that would be kind of the place that would offer something for both of them. Mm-hmm. Where it wasn't, like... You didn't have to travel a great distance. It wasn't like, I don't know. I feel like Paris would be cool to visit, obviously. But I feel like there's too much like romantic connotation to it that it would probably be weird. Yeah, I don't know. If it was me, I'd be going to the Bahamas. But I mean, same. But we've seen their pale skin. I don't think like that's I mean, the- I'm pretty pale too, but I'm still going to go to the Bahamas. You're right. Okay, so when I was transferring over my notes, mm-hmm. there's three more questions, right? Yeah. I just stopped. <laughs> All right. Just well, at that last question. But I have the other three questions on my more scribbly note paper. Okay. Pick an activity to do with them. Watch Netflix, hike, go clubbing, or anything as long as we're together. I think we might differ on this one. Okay. What did I know apart? So for her, I actually put anything because I think that she would be kind of up for anything with Nicole. I don't think she would ever verbalize that, but I think if she was forced to answer honestly, that's what she would pick. Okay. I put, uh, go on a hike. Nicole would take her on a hike. And Winona would complain the entire time. Yeah, of course. Um, but then she would show her some really cool rock climbing places, so. Alright, next. Which fictional BFFs are you most like? Okay. Harry and Ron from Harry Potter. Leslie and Anne from Parks and Rec. SpongeBob and Patrick from SpongeBob SquarePants. Or Sam and Frodo from The Lord of the Rings. I put SpongeBob and Patrick. <laughs> Because they're just two big idiots. I was like, I had such a hard time with this, and I actually ended up going with Leslie and Anne, and I don't I really know. It. I don't really know why, because they're not really like that. But I think what it was was they're not like that, where they like compliment each other all the time and like uh-huh. are like that. But I think in forms of closeness, they actually are that close. Like, yeah, they're that, they're that good. Like, if that makes sense, they're that good at friends, even if yeah, they're no. like they have different personalities. Yeah, that makes sense. Like if 
Nicole was moving away, like Winona would be sad or, you know, vice versa. Yeah, yeah she would be like that. That was kind of how I thought that because I'm like, OK, they don't remind me of any of these people at all. So how can I figure it out? I put SpongeBob and Patrick because they just get into stupid situations and they're just dumb idiots. I never watched SpongeBob, so it's been a long time. But if I remember correctly, I mean, it was like big when I was the right age and everything. It just like what three. <laughs> I mean, it's for children. Okay, uh, pick a song about friendship. All right. The choices were Lean on Me, With a Little Help from My Friends, Wannabe, and You've Got a Friend in Me. I really wanted to pick You've Got a Friend in Me because I like that song. But I picked Dude, I with like a little, that song too. I picked uh, With a Little Help from My Friends. Okay, I picked Wannabe because I really think that deep down Winona is a Spice Girls fan. Yo, yes. I think she is a total, like... 90s 2000 pop like lover yes. i yes. just can see her at like a spice girls concert yes and nicole goes with her but yes. like no is confused and why nona's like come on we're going somewhere and doesn't tell her where they're going until they get there <laughs> yeah and nicole's like ha 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 funny like they pull up and you see the you know the marquee that says mm-hmm. spice girls she's like ha 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 very funny why nona and why nona just gets a serious look on my face on her face and is like come on let's go and just like doesn't say anything else and nicole's just standing in the crowd stunned staring like as as why nona knows every single word to every yeah song. she's like singing along to every single song for so sure so what was the result that you got i got yes your best friend is your soulmate. Yes, your best friend is your soulmate. Yeah, that's what I got to. Yep, because they are. Interesting, because we did differ on a few questions. So we did. Makes you wonder. Also, it's BuzzFeed, so we know how accurate it is. Yes, it's super accurate. Anything that BuzzFeed tells you is true. If you take a Zodiac sign quiz and they give you a different Zodiac than what you thought your birthday was, you should move your birthday. Also, when you take the choose a dessert and you will pick your famous boyfriend quiz mm-hmm. you literally have to marry robert pattinson if that's what they give you yeah exactly their al- algorithm doesn't lie design a bedroom and we'll tell you what color eyes you have oh my god yes and or, if you uh, get a different color of eyes than are in your head right now that means you have to surgically get a new pair of eyes i did i had to go through <laughs> two different eye color changes because i designed a bedroom and then i built i built a dream like vacation and oh, yeah. i got answer so now i have one eye that is lime green and one that is hot pink i don't think buzzfeed has ever guessed my eye color correctly or my zodiac sign correctly <laughs> you know we've all been bored at work me my wife's favorite thing to do is sit on the couch next to each other and take the same quiz and compare answers so especially like the choose a cheese plate and we'll tell you how old you are so we took the um love language quiz the professional one i guess there's a book I don't know. So what did you get for Winona's love language? I got acts of service. Acts of service. Interesting. Because I think she would the. I think that these are things that she would appreciate in an actual relationship, like small things that someone does for her because she's stressed. Uh And as the heir, she has a lot going on. So somebody this was something like their examples, of course, are just like vacuuming. And then you come home after work and you're 
your house is vacuumed. Yeah. So that's taking care of the little things so she can focus on the kind of more important things. Yeah. Which absolutely Nicole would do. It, yeah, exactly. Which it, it was kind of weird because I'm like, oh, th- this is these are things that Nicole would totally do for her. And she would totally be the person that would be like, like, why don't I come home and be really tired? And Nicole would be like, oh, just let me do all of this. Like, don't worry about it. Right. Or like, oh, I already have dinner made or yeah, like little things like that. Like Nicole would absolutely take care of Winona that way. Yeah. And I have like the percentages too. Okay. If you want those. So the acts of service was 37%. Quality quality time was 27%. Words of affirmation 13%. Physical touch 13%. And receiving gifts was 10%. Okay. Interesting. I will say that both of um, our tests receiving gifts was the least. Yeah. I just don't. They don't seem like gift people. Yeah. They don't really care. I mean it's a nice gesture but it's not what I I think that would be uh, that would be the last on mine too yeah same I mean it's always nice where they walk in the door and they're like oh I got this because it reminded me of you yeah I mean everybody likes that but I don't need that every day damn can I guess what Nicole's was yes was it quality time no are you serious yeah I got physical touch oh interesting but think about it the way she communicates is through physical touch that is true I know I I struggled with some of them because it was hard but so she got physical touch as 33% and then words of affirmation at 23% which is funny because we always talk about how she loves the acknowledgement for things she does yeah, she does. And then quality time was actually third at 20%. Acts of service at 17%. And then um, receiving gifts was 7%. Interesting, right? Yeah. That they was like, they would compliment each other. They, that's what I was just thinking because, <laughs> like I said, Nicole would absolutely take care of all those little details for Winona. Yeah. And in turn, Winona would absolutely rail Nicole every night. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> she loves being physical. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Interesting that, that that's kind of how it came up huh yeah i mean again it's not a perfect scientific thing but it is it's it is and it's the most scientific thing i have a beaker right beside me right now it's science i have glasses on so you know i'm not lying see there we go Um, i could go put a lab coat on do you want me to go do that why didn't i wear my lab so could i i could go put some scrubs on i'm just gonna wear the lab coat just that i gotta take my football pads off first (laughs) put the pads on under it just wear that be like a beefy doctor wow that's interesting that was really interesting see we didn't discuss these beforehand we i was just like here taking this quiz no she just sent me random things and told me to do stuff because she's bossy like nicole bossy (laughs) (laughs) also if we didn't discuss it we'd be like floundering our heads cut off over here it's not bad to go in without a plan sometimes yeah such a half-hearted yeah it's because the nicole in me is like no let's please plan it anyway let's move on it's getting to my bedtime it's almost 7 30 i gotta show you this thing that i found um not show you tell you so how are you gonna show me you know how like zodiacs are like what is your sign most compatible with mm-hmm. like oh you're libra you should date a this or that right so after i got nicole's love language i googled to see if there was like a compatibility that way you know oh, like physical touch should put you know date this person this or that i couldn't find anything but i did found this really lame list of the quote-unquote perfect date for each love language and i wanted to go over i wanted to go over it and laugh with you or you know imagine why nona and nicole in these situations and laugh oh i love this okay 
Anyway, okay, so these perfect dates for each love language. So for receiving gifts, somebody's love language is receiving gifts. Perfect or ideal date for them is arts and crafts time. Well, they're making a gift. Right. But I feel like it doesn't take away from the gift if you guys make it together, like make the same thing. I don't know. Um, I'm not, uh, my love language isn't gifts, so I feel like I can't really answer that. Okay, um, quality time, extra, which I think anybody who enjoys anybody's company would enjoy that. Yeah. Words of affirmation. Uh, this one is so stupid. <laughs> Sorry, but this one is so dumb. The ideal date is a karaoke night, but you guys rewrite the words to Ew. Ew. So it reflects how you feel about each other. Ew. I fucking hate that. I hate everything about that. So do I. And I was like, I could not see Winona and Nicole doing this. Ew. Yeah, right? Ugh, that's the grossest thing I've ever heard. I know, right? I was like, I hate this so much. Acts of service, clean the goddamn house. <laughs> that's what I put. Also, just being an adult, just like keep your shared living space clean. But yeah. I think the article more went above and beyond. Like instead of just vacuuming, like dust, vacuum, clean the windows, mop, like do it head to toe. You move the couch and you yeah. clean under the couch. You do everything. Change, yeah, change the linens, like light a candle, like make oh that shit. I'm yeah. definitely Winona because there is nothing I love more than like cleaning everything. <laughs> everything. Oh, the, like clean sheet, a clean oh. comforter. Oh. Yes. I love walking through my house barefoot and not feeling stuff sticking to the bottom oh, of my feet. My God, yes. Like, yeah, ugh. I'm... Ugh. Yes, acts of service. <laughs> I want that date right now. You're getting all juicy right now. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, the last one was uh, for physical touch. This one's fucking stupid too. Apparently, the New York Times has a 13 questions quiz for couples to take. And they said the ideal date for physical touch love language was for you and your partner to sit down and take that 13 six or 36 questions and answer them it will help you guys feel more physically connected i looked at the answers they were a lame or the questions they were fucking boring it was fucking long and it was fucking stupid so no why wouldn't they suggest like massages or something what? like that for like physical touch like or anything or like, like yoga like, Go bone. Try something new. I don't know. Sit on yes. each other's laps. Yeah, I don't know. That was fucking stupid. I, like, no. I did not think you were going to say laps, by the way. Sit on each other's faces. That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> Sit on each other's butts. I don't know which butts. I don't care. Do something. I think we should just come up with our own dates for this. So Yeah. So I found three lists on three different websites. Essentially, basically, they're bullet points of is your best friend your soulmate? Should you date your best friend? Those are essentially the uh, the premise of these lists. And we're just going to go down them and we're going to agree or disagree. And then we can discuss if you want. Are we like answering as Winona and Nicole or just so like if we're we agree discussing, with the point? Yes, exactly. Okay. As them as a romantic pairing, do, do does this fit them? Oh, okay. Okay. So the first one was from bold.com, bold with an E, so B-O-L-D-E.com, and the article or whatever is nine signs your best friend is your soulmate. Okay. First one, you communicate without speaking. Yes. Yeah, they do that. The wide-eyed panicked look or the sideways head tilt or yes, absolutely. 
when they're fighting, when they're handcuffed, they don't really talk. <laughs> yeah. And I like do the thing. Exactly. They have their moments. So they definitely, yes. The second one is dress in matching outfits without planning. No, they don't. But me and you do, apparently. We do. We're both wearing, we were, remember we were both wearing shoulder pads at the beginning oh. of this episode? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say in real life, no. No, because I wear too many colors. Looks like a neon rainbow and walking down the street. But your point. You draw so much attention. So I have to deal with that attention. Yeah. And I get to stand awkwardly behind you while you deal with it. We already know that it doesn't matter where we go together. People talk to me. It's great. I hate it. It's Don't great. talk to me. I am on the bus or in a restaurant <laughs> or walking down the street with somebody next to me that I am engaging in conversation. That means I do not want your just leave me alone people will literally interrupt us and start talking to Janie and ignore me and it's amazing <laughs> and I'm, the audacity you're like so nice and you like smile and do all that stuff and I just look like I want to kill somebody all the time so they look like angry cow all the time mm-hmm. but I'm like what is it about my beautiful flawless face that makes you think I want to engage in conversation with you it's the exact thing you just said the beautiful flawlessness of your face well so I really thought it was my one lime green eye and one hot pink eye. <laughs> it could be that too. Also, she just gave me like the nicest compliment ever. She called me beautiful, guys. You heard it. Don't edit that out. Fine. <laughs> anyway, so no, they don't match. I actually don't even agree that that yes. would be a thing that people do because you would want to be kind of different. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I don't think that is really a gauge of no. soulmateness. Okay, number three. You can sense something is wrong with the other person even if you're not together. I feel like that kind of applies to them. Yeah, I was trying to think of a scenario. It's hard in their kind of world because there's probably something wrong all the, all the time. time. <laughs> yeah. So it's, we it's haven't really life. been able to. Everything's yeah. wrong all the time. All the time. It's life in purgatory. They finish each other's sentences. I, I put not really, but that's just because that's, that's not who they are as friends. No, I feel like that's friends that interrupt each other a lot. I mean, we don't even finish each other's sentences. No, but we'll text each other the exact same thing at the exact that same time true. after really not after not texting all day too that one time it was real creepy yeah <laughs> and it wasn't even like huge asteroid is heading towards earth and it was a breaking bulletin and everybody got an alert on their phone and we texted each other about it I don't it was, even like, I don't, I don't even remember. remember what it was but it was something really random and like out of the blue and we weren't talking about it previously no it was real weird really fucking weird um, we do that all the time <laughs> The next one is they have so many inside jokes. And I say yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, Aphrodite made me do it. Daddy. Daddy. I, as much as I hate to admit it, daddy. The hand gesture for sex thing. Yes. Have you noticed it's only Winona and Nicole that do that? Yeah. Definitely. They've got a lot of inside yeah. jokes. They can go a long time without seeing each other, but pick up right where they left off. Honestly, we haven't Literally really happened. gotten it. No, it happened. Nicole went a really long time yeah, without Winona. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Nicole did. Yeah. But then they pick up, like, at that cooking the cooking thing you're right the chili cook off or whatever are yeah. you even a fan of the show oh i <laughs> thought what we were talking about i i was thinking i guess maybe both i i don't know what i've seen but like obviously for winona it wasn't a long time no but for nicole it was right you're right you're absolutely right and nicole was a completely different person mm-hmm. when winona came back and honestly of course she was glad to see waverly that's who she loves but i think she was almost more relieved to see winona well they had that super emotional scene of before winona went into the garden please don't make me start talking about that <laughs> 
Okay. I, I actually almost texted you yesterday and asked if you wanted to watch the first part of season four again and have like friend dates while we did that. But yeah, I mean, we can. Okay. Okay. So the next li- the next thing on the list is they're incapable of staying mad at each other. True. They are. True. True. They can't stay uh, mad. Yeah. They, your best friend is the first person you call with big news. I feel like on like a personal level. Like, oh, my God, I got my dream job or, you know, oh, my God, this or that. We haven't really gotten that chance. Any sort of big life event, they've kind of been there for each other. Like, you know, Nicole and Waverly getting engaged. And um, Winona obviously didn't share her big news about being pregnant because she didn't know how to feel how to deal with it or what how she felt about it. So, yeah, I mean, Nicole does tell Winona first that she's going to tell Waverly. Yes, mm-hmm. but that's that's kind of their only their, thing. Yeah. And then the last of that list is um, they tell the truth, even if it hurts their feelings. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. The next list is from bustle.com. Seven subtle clues a friend is your soulmate. Uh, The first one is they trust each other completely. Yes. Yeah. No question asked. Um, Your friend is your biggest cheerleader. I feel like outside of Waverly, they are definitely each other's biggest cheerleaders. Yes, I'm actually thinking about when uh, Winona tells uh, Bunny Uh that she needs to pick Nicole to be sheriff and back her. Yeah. And she says all the nice things about Nicole because she doesn't think Nicole's there. Yeah, that's Um, I think about that because that is like a big moment of her really being like a cheerleader for Nicole. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And then you also kind of have the exchange with the gnome. And even though it's comical and they're trying to save themselves, they're they're saying nice things about each other. Yeah, they're complimenting each other like, oh, she's really loyal and she'll go to bat for you. And she's really fertile, (laughs) you know, but (laughs) hidden under the comedy, there's an actual kind of like, yeah, they they really support and love each other. They have a clear attraction. Um, top shelf fan. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I think the attraction is banging a sexy redhead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's there. They do flirt. It's not as overt. It's not as like obvious, but it's there. And it's though so they flirt in the way that best friends flirt. Yeah. Like, oh, you're a cute drunk. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like little stuff. Yeah, little stuff. They definitely. They're not blind. They can see yeah. that the other person is good looking. And um, again, they're, they're totally the person that would be like they get drunk. And then it's like, dude, I would bang you if <laughs> you weren't in a relationship with yeah. my sister. <laughs> let, let me tell you something. I'm telling you, if you, like only if you were down, but like if you were down, I'd totally be down. Yeah, <laughs> it's totally that. yeah exactly. For sure. <laughs> they ask. Oh, wait, I skipped a line. They just get each other. Yes. Yeah. We've discussed that. Um, they are the first one to share big news with. Again, we kind of have already went over that. Um, they ask for opinions on big matters. Um, the first thing that popped into my head when I read that was, have I pulled waves too close? And that was literally the first time they hung out with each other. But yeah, they, uh, when dolls died, what do we do now? Hot, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they do. They go for it. They go to each other. And the last one on that one is they'd rather be with them than anyone else. Um, I think for more so in important life events, again, um, Pussy Willows and having to track down Anus. She was so glad and relieved that it was Nicole. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Last list. This one has 17. 
It's from Love Panky, like hanky panky, but Love Panky. 17 signs you should be dating your best friend. Other people around you point it out to to you, like, hey, you guys would be perfect together. And, you know, again, no, not really on the show for the reason, the simple fact that in canon, Nicole and Waverly are together. Mm-hmm. But could you imagine if they were hanging out, doing all of this stuff, right? Oh, well, I mean, even Rachel, for example, she was like, are you yeah. guys amorous? You know, I just thought of that. Yeah, yeah. Rachel was confused. She yes. thought they had been flirting. Um, so I think honestly, take Waverly out of this and their, their that's, relationship. Yeah, that's and how what you it get. Is. Waverly wasn't there. So Rachel was like, I thought you two were together. Yeah, exactly. I could definitely see people like, especially like Mercedes being like, so you're going to tap that or what? You know, <laughs> sure. But you know, obviously on the show, it hasn't happened. Uh, number two, they're touchy feely. Um, okay. not a lot, but I think that's because Winona's not an affectionate person. No, she's not. That being said, though, how many times has she hugged Nicole? The way they nudge each other when they're, you know, this and that. They grab each other's arms and pull each other close in, you know, tight situations. They call out for each other when they're, you know, whatever, like in 4-2 when they're going through all the zombies always kind of keeping in contact with each other, even if they weren't physically. So I definitely think that applies in my eyes. Yeah, it does. Okay. Um, number three, they agree on important issues. Yeah. Important issues. Yes. Usually they eventually do come to the same conclusion more often than not. Yeah. And usually I feel like they're, they're agreeing on the important like thing. They just sometimes disagree on how to go about doing something involving right they agree on the the end game they don't agree on the path to get there yeah okay before their day is incomplete without each other again in the show it's not really something we see no but so uh number five silence is never awkward i would agree yeah i feel like they're perfectly happy to like sit in silence if they need to yeah car ride or whatever if they're doing Mm -hmm. a stakeout um, yeah. Um, number six, they're interested in each other's lives beyond the surface, meaning their kind of personal lives, their family lives. They're more interested, like, oh, my cousin had a baby. Oh, that's great. I yeah. feel like, I mean, yeah, they are. They're so intertwined already that obviously that kind of by default, they're they're interested in each other's lives. Go beyond that. Yeah, for sure. Um, when they hang out. It's all smiles and laughter. Um, I put outside of saving the world. Yes, they're yeah. always being <laughs> off and bickering and teasing and being stupid. Right. Uh, number eight, telepathically connected. So they, you know, communicate without speaking. Uh, nine, they share their successes and failures emotionally. Um, meaning, uh, obviously, yes, they're so entangled and, uh, you know, especially in this world if why Nona had to give up her baby that was such an emotionally down thing that Nicole was there with her yeah she stepped up and did the right thing you know so definitely I think they do that 10 they accept each other faults and all yes for sure I don't think two people on the show that accept each other more no I they've always like worked out their issues and stuff right and I mean even Winona you know early on you're a little too brisk for or you're whatever a little bossy for my liking but she doesn't say like I hate you for it she's just accepts it like that's who you are okay let's move on you know 
Okay. 11 is um, they're each other's number one topic of conversation. Eh, no, not really in the show. I don't really know if that shows like that they're compatible. No, I don't. That's I mean, like kind of weirdly obsessive. <laughs> yeah. Um, agreed. But it was on the list. <laughs> um, 12, they don't feel they need to impress each other. Uh, yes. Because like we've said, they've seen each other at the lowest of their lows. Yeah. 13, they know you inside and out. Yes. Yeah. I feel like Nicole probably knows why Nona more because, you know, her kind of business is a little more out there. Just this the nature of the show. But, you know, yeah, like her family. Exactly. And all that. But then, you know, why Nona now knows that she was in the, that Nicole was, you know, the survivor of Bolshar and this and that. So they yeah, definitely. but she I don't think she knows anything about Nicole's parents or anything like that, though. OK, so they have room to grow. I like it. Yeah. Okay. 14. They sacrifice their own wants and needs for their partner. Basically, like, you know, I I want to move to Toronto, but my partner just got their dream job here. So we'll stay here. I guess. Yeah, kind of a little bit. They sometimes focus. They shift focus to from the main goal to kind of help deal with whatever problem the other person is having sometimes. Yeah. 15, their family accepts you. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, 16, secrets are safe with that other person. For sure. Yes. Even with Nicole being a bad liar. Yeah, she was able to keep the big, like, big secrets that she needed to keep for Winona. She is done. Yeah, definitely. And then the last one, um, in appearance is not number one priority with each other, which absolutely, yeah. they don't fake it yeah with each other which is important yeah you shouldn't you shouldn't fake it with your best friend <laughs> my best friend never fakes it with me nope uh okay I, uh, never. I know i feel so blessed hashtag blessed <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's kind of all of the discussion points and things that i prepared i feel like we covered a lot we did and i think we did a pretty good job of proving that given the right scenario situation these two would make a great couple romantically yeah yeah i definitely agree um i liked hearing that some of this opened your eyes to kind of show you just how compatible they were yeah i mean i wasn't like against it or anything like that it's just like most of the time i'm watching the show which is canon and i'm just seeing what they're giving me Right. And but, that's friendship. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I've read that one fic of yours where I remember when you were writing it, uh, you texted me and you're like, it's kind of taken a turn mm-hmm. that you wouldn't tell me what it was. So then when I read it, I was like, oh, I think I know what the turn might be. And then it went that way and it just flowed so naturally without either of them being written out of character. Yeah. That then I was kind of like, oh, there's like potential for that even like in the show a little bit. But then doing this and like reading all of that and comparing it to their already like friendship and relationship and how they communicate with each other. It was just like, oh, they would they would work. Yeah. Outside of Waverly, of course. Yeah. If Waverly wasn't there, it would be almost criminal if they weren't together. Oh, yeah. They would have to because I think if not, the fans would riot. Yeah. Um, And I think it it goes beyond even, let's say, accessibility. Um, Nicole is, you know, obviously open, openly gay. Um, and she spends all of her time around, uh, most of her time around Winona, you know, work and as a friend. I don't think that they would get together just because of the fact that they're e- to, together. Like, all together all the time. No, right. I don't think so 
so either. It definitely, I, you know, Nicole, especially having had one kind of failed marriage where she got swept up in the kind of good, happy feelings of meeting a, a hot girl that shares interest with you that you had a good time with. She's not the kind of person to play that kind of like settling for what's there. Right. Like it's not going to happen. The only option and she can clearly see it's not going to work. She's going to be like, we can be friends. That's fine. But I'm going to go elsewhere. And, you know, so I definitely don't think that that it's a circumstance of just them. The only kind of proximity to each other is the reason why they would work out so well. They just, they get along. Yeah, they do. They, they tick off a lot of boxes. Um, and they complement each other. They do. And like, you know, where one is maybe, you know, less strong or less confident or less, you know, capable, the other one is right there to be like, I've got this, you do, yeah. you do, um, which is a great basis for any relationship, friendship, family, otherwise. And, you know, I've always believed that friendship is the most important foundation for a romantic relationship anyway. So it just, I agree. I'm such a friends to lover whore. Uh, Yeah. I mean, everyone should be friends to partner whore. Is that, (laughs) or can can I use friends to lover? Uh, Friends to partners is better. Okay. That sounds, but that's a little more mysterious. Like, did they open a business together? Are they, you know, just business partners. Are they cop partners? Are they partners? My God. What if crime? What if you wrote like such a baiting fic called Friends to Partners and at the end at the end of it they're just business partners? They just opened a soap making business. Yeah, like some really fucking stupid. <laughs> but there's like underlying flirting the whole time. But that's just them, that's their friendship. Yeah. It's just who they are. <laughs> friends to partners. That being said, I don't think you should be business partners with your best friend. You should definitely be romantic partners with your best yes. friend yeah. but do not be a business partner with your best friend <laughs> unless you like really fucking trust them yeah trust them not to steal from you trust them to work with you well and trust them not to sleep with your spouse because how many movies slash murder documentaries have you seen where that's the case yeah no doubt that his wife was sleeping with his business partner of 25 <laughs> years the only conclusion is to murder apparently yeah, I mean, that's usually my first thought. I mean, because you can't communicate your feelings and tell him, like, hey, you're really mad. You're just going to go yeah, scrabble. I, I just, I, it, it, clearly murder is the only option. Obviously. I'm actually surprised you haven't murdered your husband yet. I mean, <laughs> you love stuff. Still happened. Okay. Cops, if you're listening, FBI, we're just, we're just kidding. Since, or are we? Uh, yeah, right? That laugh wasn't very convincing. <laughs> He's dead in the other room right now. I didn't hear nothing. I didn't see nothing. <laughs> I'll be there to help you hide the body. Okay. Also, but since you brought up 4-2, yeah. I already discussed my feelings on that scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everybody should already know how I feel about it. I mean, that was the most romantic scene in the entire show. It literally has been the most romantic scene in the entire show. I remember watching it and I was just like, are they like going to kiss? <laughs> Right. Like, fight me on that. It's more romantic than the proposal. It's more romantic than the stairs, which I don't think was romantic at all. It was beautifully shot, but it crossed from romance to whoa. Anyway, um, there was a piece of romance in there. Okay, whatever. It wasn't a bad scene, but fight me. I will fight you that this is the most romantic thing that has ever happened on the show. If you want my full thoughts and feelings and 27 minutes of me crying, you can listen to the mini-sode 
about it called pterodactyl screeching. I'm pretty sure it's our first minisode. Yeah. But so I don't talk about it all night. I just want to say remove Waverly from that. As we have done this entire episode, we've removed Waverly as a romantic option for Nicole in this. And watch that scene and tell me, convince me, prove it that that's not the most romantic shit you've ever seen. Now I'm just sitting here with my arms crossed. Mad. (laughs) I'm really mad. What are you mad about? They have the audacity to write that scene between two best friends that aren't romantically interested in each other because it was so beautiful. What would you have done if they had kissed in that scene? I would have screamed at the top of my lungs (laughs) and maybe peed my pants. (laughs) I don't know. That I'm so many weeks like emotionally removed from that episode. I have not watched it since I watched it a second time after it aired. So it aired and then Mm -hmm. I watched it a second time. I've not watched it since because I am not emotionally ready to face that again. Well, you better get ready because we're going to watch those. Well, I have to watch season three. Yeah, but I want to watch the beginning of season four again. Okay. (laughs) That's fine. Just let me know when. Okay. Um, But yeah, um, I just... <laughs> and then you thing. don't even know where to start. I don't. It's so romantic. <laughs> it's that it is hard to believe that those two characters that shared that moment are not romantically entangled. Like I get that they wanted to show Winona, you know, rooting for Nicole and and Waverly to be married and to motivate Nicole to make it out of there so she could get home and marry her baby sister and it was Winona's way of letting Nicole know that she does love her and care for her by telling her like you know I need you like the whole if you die I'll I'll kill you that was you know at the end of the other episode but it was I understand like the reasoning for that scene you know and showing Nicole's support for Winona and telling her and supporting her and lifting her up and saying you got this Again, the whole, like, where one person is not confident, the other person always steps in and, mm-hmm. and you know, helps. I, under, I understand the reason for that scene. I love the reason for that scene. But it didn't have to go off like that, you know what I'm saying? It could have been pulled down a couple clicks. <laughs> I mean, maybe you should just play Matt and Kel. Uh, or, wow, Matt and Kel. Uh, uh, Mel and Kat. I was like, who the hell is Matt and Kel? <laughs> Cat uh, and Mel for just, their performance. Just, yeah. In the in that you can blame them for it. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I really, they they went off. They they didn't have to go that hard. They really didn't. And they did, and they just destroyed me. Yeah. And like you should write them a strongly worded letter. I just write them a very strongly worded letter. And then CC it to Am- Emily Andrus and be like, why? Why did you have to attack me this yeah. hard? And it's just like, and it's not like I hate Weha or whatever. Like, I like that too. But it's just like, what? why did that moment have to come at me like that? Like, <laughs> snatched my wig, <laughs> ran off with it. I don't, <laughs> and now I'm in that emotional headspace again. Thanks. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, you're I'll welcome. be sure to send you like scenes and screenshots when we're done. 
Thanks, a-hole. Yeah. No. Um, I'm just going to be thrown back into that opus when um, we rewatch it. So, okay, we've got to move away from that and finish this up because I'm just going to sit here and think about that scene. Mm-hmm. Like that scene is all that we, I literally could have been like the scene, the goodbye scene in 4-2 and that all the argument I need to prove that they could be romantic. I'll see you at home. Right. Ugh, stop! <laughs> and it's like, home's not even the place. It's where your heart is. You, and her heart is with Nicole and with Waverly because she is absolutely convinced she's going to go in there and save Waverly and she's going to bring her home and her doc and her, and her, you know, sister and she's going to bring them home to her best friend who is her home. <gasps> Ow! I just punched the table. Don't say anything else. But but I have other things. Don't. Okay, what? This is going to be a two hour long episode. Before you continue to throw me in this emotional blender that you've already tossed me in by talking of the holy scenes of 4-2. I think we did a pretty good job making our case here today, respectfully, without hating on Wayhot because we both love Wayhot. We both love Waverly. We both, they're they're not perfect. They're flawed. Uh, Wynonna and Nicole are not perfect. They're flawed. Point being is that these two characters do love each other. They care for each other. And in another world, they would be perfect for each other. They are perfect for each other for best friends. Yeah. So so, you know, as always, let us know your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions. I had a really fun time making this um, episode. I liked being scientific and having some discussion points. But then again, like I said, I like to, you know, see the proof. So thanks for hanging in there with us. Um, of course, on Twitter, you can always add us or DM us, reply to our posts that we're always making. Um, it's at TS Shenanigans. Uh, slide into those DMs. Send us your pet pictures, of course. Send us, you know, inquiries. Uh, answer all our polls when we put them up because uh, we love the interactions um as always let us know about you know authors fanfic authors artists uh, merch shops anything that you're celebrating and really digging let us know we always want to love and support those people out there quick little reminder at the end of the day we all love the same show uh for different reasons different characters different plot lines different storylines something resonated about this show and we all love it so just try to love and support each other and remember on the other end of this there are actual human beings whether it's on Twitter, it's the actors, the writers, the producers, um, there's other, there's human beings on the other end of it. So, you know, tread cautiously when you're expressing your thoughts, feelings, and emotions online because, you know, you never know what one word could do to somebody else. Um, so just love each other because I love you. Kelly is neutrally fond. Yeah, that's okay. that's perfect description. Yes, yes, I nailed yeah. it. She's neutrally fond of this fandom and the Herpers. Yeah. Um, perfect, great. Uh, so yeah, follow us on Twitter, TS Shenanigans, our anchor page, anchor.fm forward slash top shelf shenanigans. Available on Spotify the same day of uh, usually on Sundays and then mini sods whenever we throw them up, Wednesdays or Thursdays, and then available on other things like Castbox, Apple Podcasts, uh whatever other places you can find the podcast um give us some listens um subscribe if you want to and uh you know when you're thinking about dating your best friend think about it a lot and then if it seems to align and you're both single and you're not home wrecking because that's terrible why not yeah (laughs) all right bye bye i have to pee and i'm sweating so much